0: Welcome to the Can Do Podcast, where life is all about what we can do, not what we can't. And today, guys, I am so fired up to have my man, man Max, from Keto Connect on to talk about his journey to help support the keto lifestyle, support the keto community. He and his wife, Mega have done an absolutely outstanding job building an incredible platform for people to learn to educate, to follow, to lean on one another. Really a great, great community for whatever level of the keto diet you're on. Matt, thanks for coming on today. We are so fired up to have you. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, It's great, Matt. You know, I remember when we were first launching Keto Crisp, and, you know, we were looking at different YouTube communities to get involved with, and we saw Keto Connect and your real authenticity for Keto and just telling it how it is. And we sent you guys some product and fortunately, you know, you you were very, very kind and approving of our bars. And that was really a turning point for our brand. And I'll never forget that. So thank you very, very much for all the support. Tell me how you got started with Keto Connect and give a little background
1: yeah, so I guess about over five years, almost, yeah, five and a half years now we've been doing it. Um, the background is basically I've, I guess it's kind of the culmination of a lot of factors of my life. I've always, I guess not always, but when I graduated college, I started pursuing an understanding of nutrition and trying to kind of learn what eating healthy is because I played basketball in college and that came to an end. My eating habits were terrible. So I knew, you know, my weight was going to be a problem if I didn't figure it out. Um, and the, uh, the first thing I got into was being like more vegetarian plant-based because when you kind of just, you don't know much and you look into it immediately, you're like, Oh, fruits and vegetables are healthy. So if I only eat fruits and vegetables, maybe that's healthiest, uh, So that's what I did for a while. I think I was a vegetarian for like two and a half years or so. Um, And then also throughout most of my life, I've just been kind of like trying out ways to make money, business ideas, things like that. Like I tried playing professional poker. I tried like selling stuff on eBay. I had a few other things, business ventures that I tried that weren't super successful. Um, so I guess then when I found keto, which was after I met my wife who is partner and like, she's on all the, our videos and stuff, mega is her name. Um, we started doing keto together and liked it a lot, totally like changed how I felt just like clarity, a lot of energy, no two o'clock crash. That was like the major thing. Cause I've always been kind of productivity focused and it just allowed me to get a lot more done. So we made a food blog, ketoconnect.net, where we share recipes, a YouTube channel where we'd share just like what we eat in a day, different topics, helping people uh, su- succeed on a keto diet. And I guess from there, the rest is really history. Uh, I mean, we've just been like continually trying to improve and learn as we go and share what we learn.
0: Over the, and that's a great story. And that's typically how it just gets started because there's a passion for food. There's a passion for getting better and finding what works. And I've always said that the keto diet is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And one of the things uh, that I really find interesting is there's learning, you know, there's new learnings every day. And you and Mega do such a great job of really educating your consumer your audience about what is out there and really it can be complicated and daunting at times but you guys do such a great job of really walking walking your fans and anybody through the process and make it very easy talk about your strategy for keto connect and why it's worked so well
1: yeah well it's funny you say that there's like new things you have to learn about every day there's like always like new science and stuff right like, uh, the U S news or whatever has their new diet rankings. And that's how I think a lot of people think. And that's how I used to think, but the longer and the more like interested in nutrition I've become, the more I realize there's actually nothing new. It's all really old (laughs) and there's no like new superfood they're going to discover in the rainforest. That's, you know, like a complete game changer that you have to have humans can survive on a wide range of foods local foods you know it's it's not really that complicated we overcomplicate it um but as far as like succeeding with keto connect I guess uh well it's it's sort of like when you're really um interested in something it comes through in the the like what you're doing your content you're producing or your your media that you create And I think that's a big part of it. So like I was genuinely learning and curious about things. And then I was sharing them. And that's what we still do today. And it's kind of evolved to where at first it was a lot of uh, just like us figuring out what works for us. Now we have two kids. So that's like a big part of uh, just like, I guess, a new trajectory we've gone on, which is like, when you go to the doctor, they give you like terrible advice on what to feed your baby and stuff. So trying to figure that out and help people with that. Um, And I guess that's really what it is, is just like trying to figure things out, make them easy because there is a, there's a lot of people that are like very scientific with it. And they're telling you the studies and here's this and that, and that's not super applicable for the average person. If you get really into it, of course, it's good to, to go layers deeper and figure out all this stuff, What what's really out there, how it works. But there also needs to be people that make it like entertaining, fun, and also convey some information. Like there's a lot of people on YouTube, like Dr. Berg is a good example. He's more into like the science of things, but he makes it fun and easy to understand. So you got to kind of translate and make it easier for just the normal person who doesn't really know a lot about nutrition to figure it out.
0: Yes, I, I, I agree. And I think that you've done a great job. I, I love uh, watching your your episodes in the Sprouts or Trader Joe's and just showing the food and just making it fun and easy. You know, it can be stressful at first when you're getting started because it really is learning a new language. I want to circle back to, you know, we, we, we see the results in adults and what, what are you finding for your kids? And uh, do you do you follow the keto diet for the kids? I'm sure they're too young, but talk about it. I don't know anything about it.
1: Yeah, so only one of them is eating food. He's two and three months, and then the other one's just like four months old. So just breast right, milk. Right, but right. um no, they don't do keto per se. They do because see, I kind of view keto these days more as like the antidote to the standard American diet, where you've tried all of these different calorie restricted diets, yo-yo dieting, really nothing works. So you have to like have some sort of, you have to regain some sort of metabolic flexibility, which is best achieved in my opinion. And it worked for me and a lot of people is through a keto diet or just like a really low sugar diet, low carb diet, where you regain your ability to use fat for fuel. You can go longer between meals, just like all of these things that make losing weight down the road a lot easier. So that's kind of how I view a keto diet. Is it like necessarily the healthiest, the absolute healthiest diet? I would say it potentially could be if you do it in a specific way, but there's also foods that have carbs in them that are part of a healthy diet too. It's just that to transition to those, like if you're doing a standard American diet and then you instead of like having french fries you have sweet potato fries because you heard they're healthier which they are healthier it's not really going to work out for you because you're still having the carbs and you're on the blood sugar roller coaster so with our Correct. kids we more are just focusing on like the absolute nutrient density of their diets as opposed to any macro ratios like they it's fine that they have carbs um just as long as they're healthy carbs so like theo will eat a lot of fruit a lot of some vegetables, um, but we don't give him like processed grains, processed foods like that. I mean, like once in a while, cause he has to, you know, grow up and experience life. So like he had like Snickers bars for Halloween, but uh, in general, I think just trying to like educate him, have healthy food around. And like, instead of getting the really cheap Nutri-Grain bars at the grocery store, you could get like some gluten-free ones that are made with like ancient grains, just like better alternatives is kind of what we're going for.
0: Good. Uh, what, what is the biggest evolution in food as far as the keto diet that you've seen in the last five years? I mean, I've seen so many bars and so many different keto products explode in the last five years. Uh, talk to me about the evolution of what's out there and, and what excites you the most about the diet going forward or the lifestyle as I say.
1: Well, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, I think, because since keto's become a lot more popular, there is a lot of like processed products and stuff. Some people view that very negatively, where I think it's like, it's a great thing because there's more options for people that's just healthier alternatives. Like uh, most people, they like their convenience foods, their bars and stuff. So it's not really realistic for them to just never eat them again. So instead of having Snickers bars, you have Keto Crisp or, you know, certain things like that. So the biggest evolution, I don't really know. I feel like it's just gradually like I'm trying to think what's something I'm like pretty big on bars. So I will just have, you know, like Keto Crisp bars, different kinds of bars, Quest bars, um, things like that on the go. But really, there's like almost nothing that isn't made keto friendly, if you really look for it now, which I do think helps a lot of people stick to things.
0: Whether you're keto or not, I mean, I say this in the stores all the time, when we're out there demoing, talking about keto crisp. It's really about low carb, low sugar, and they want that great taste. You know, if it doesn't taste good, people aren't going to experience it again. And that's really what's been the focus for us, you know, building around taste and then creating the macros. So it's, it's really been fun. So even if you're not keto, people are looking to stay away from those harmful effects of sugars and whatnot. And I, I know you've spoken a lot about sugars and how harmful they can be, especially when you were getting started. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah. So I guess what opened my eyes to it, cause I was always like before I found keto, I was eating what I thought was healthy which is yeah. just like the, the like generic, like if you have a, an image of healthy foods, that's kind of what I was doing. So like for breakfast, like orange juice, yogurt, you know, stuff like that, which now obviously I know is not really that healthy, especially if you're getting like the super pasteurized processed sugar added, you'll play yogurts at the grocery store. Um, so what I did was I watched a documentary, that sugar film, and this is what kind of opened my eyes. I was watching, I was like interested in the topic at the time, but when I watched that, I realized the absolute amount of sugar that was in my diet on a daily basis. It was probably like, probably like 80 to hundred grams a day, which is like 400 calories worth of sugar per day, which wow. makes up, yeah, but it's, it wasn't <laughs> like just a lot of sugar. It was like healthy food, like what I thought was healthy, you know, so like orange juice, if I have a glass of orange juice, that's like 30 grams of sugar or something, you know. Um, And then I just got to thinking like, wow, there's this substance that I'm having a ton of every day. And I know, like naturally, people eating natural foods would never get anywhere near that much per day. So what would I feel like? What would how would my body operate without it? that was that was kind of the reason I wanted to give it a try and from there it just I guess the most immediate and instant thing you notice is just the more level like energy and motivation throughout the day as opposed to waking up being really like energized and then after lunch it's just kind of like nap time.
0: Losing weight could be a daunting task for anybody I know that you know we've all tried certain diets and you know, whatever it is, keto, weight watchers, whatever, what, what, what is, you know, you've been in the game for about five years now, plus you've really seen a difference and you made it your life business to promote, to talk about what, what advice or coaching would you give to somebody either starting or in looking to make a change with their diet? What is, what was the hardest thing for you and how did you get over it? And how would you, Like, you know, how would you coach somebody? Because that's essentially what you do. You you guys do an incredible job.
1: Well, yeah, thank you. It's a lot of things, honestly, that people don't want to hear is the things that really make a difference, which is like, you just got to first off your expectations. I think the internet and like transformation photos and stuff, it gives people false, false expectations of like what losing weight is. So And it also comes with a downside. So like if you do a 10 day, like, you know, detox is a big thing people do. If You do a 10 day (laughs) detox, you could potentially lose 15 pounds in 10 days, but what is that doing to your body in the long run and its ability to maintain its metabolism and lose weight consistently over time? So if you do like, there's a study, you can look up the biggest loser retrospective study, which is six years after the people were on the biggest loser, they lost weight i think they lost like 40 percent on average like 40 percent of their body weight which is a ton of weight and then they go back to them six years later they've gained they're they're still down slightly but they're they're almost back to their starting weight and their metabolism is at the same point it was at their lowest weight so essentially they've come full circle and they're at their their same weight as they were before but their metabolism is not as fast. So now they're in an even worse position than they were before starting the show. So you really have to have a long-term mindset and just do sustainable things that you can do consistently every day. So uh, not doing things super dramatic, not doing a crazy uh, calorie deficit and just being more measured, sustainable, long-term. That's like what I would say, but people don't really wanna hear that because, the way of the yo-yo diet or, and just like the human mind, the way it works is like you get highly motivated and then you, you lose the motivation. So when you're highly motivated, you're going to the gym, you're not eating a lot, what you think is good, which might not be that good. And then the motivation mm-hmm. goes away and you're just doing Netflix and you're eating as much as you want, whatever you can do to like your, your peaks and your valleys, just compress them. So there isn't as high of a peak and there isn't as low of a valley. So like When you're your most motivated, like January 1st, which is coming up when you're your most motivated, don't go to the gym for two hours and barely eat, go to the gym for one hour and eat, eat a lot or eat like a sufficient amount, you know, just, just pull it back a little. And then when you lose your motivation, you won't go to like your, your darkest Netflix and chill. Does Netflix and chill mean something? I never understood what that meant. <laughs> what is it? But yeah, like Netflix. I don't know, and do lot- depends what show you're watching. I'm on the seat of my chair
0: almost falling out with all these great Netflix shows. I don't oh, know yeah. about chilling.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I it mean, puts I me mean, to sleep. I, right. I can't pay attention anymore. My attention right. span.
0: Um, talk to me about, you know, you. you, you we, we've talked about it. You've got this great community on Keto Connect but, so many customers, clients, fans, whatever, are so excited about what you've done. What are, What are you most proud of? What, what What you know? Talk to me about that because what you've done in, in five years and and really, you know, like I said before in the show, become a thought leader and and you're always putting out so much incredible content for followers. And we'll get to how people follow you and get involved. And for all our keto Chris fans out there. I really, really encourage you to go check out Keto Connect. There's nobody better in, in the space than these guys. Like I said before, and you can tell by listening to Matt, he's incredibly authentic. Tells you how it is. Really cares about the space. But tell, tell me, tell me what, tell me what this has meant to you, and uh, you know, and and what you guys continue to do down the road. What's a, what's next for Keto Connect?
1: Yeah, well, I am and really proud. And- Go ahead. Sorry,
0: I know that's a mouthful.
1: Oh, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I am really proud of what we've done. Obviously, in the amount of people we've helped, um, is the most important. And just like personally, I'm proud of myself for like sticking with something because that's always like a problem I've had. I have like a really addictive personality where I get into something and then I stop. So just being consistent, waking up every day, doing it, uh, is, is really what I'm the most proud of. Um, what we're, I guess like the, if I had to say like the, I guess the, the video, we did one video where we tried all the different sweeteners and, uh, we recorded our blood glucose responses to them. I feel like that really helped people the most. Probably if I had to say like one thing that might be it, um, but uh what's next working on a few things so we're still just continuing on with keto connect which if you guys want to check out ketoconnect.net, that is mostly recipes which are like healthier alternatives and keto friendly alternatives to like the foods that you might love and are missing on diets and uh, we also have a bunch of guides there which is like fast food guides if you want to eat out what's keto friendly at different fast food restaurants And something we're working on next is it's not live yet, but it will be at the start of the year is a recipe blog for healthy baby and toddler recipes, just like trying to raise a healthy kid. So that's the next thing.
0: I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that you're always being innovative and trying to bring new things to market because, you know, we move so fast, especially in the food industry and you know, it, it, it helps out so much. O- over the five year period, what is the biggest thing that you've learned, maybe about yourself as it evolves into Keto Connect? Or h- how do you know build your brand, so to speak? And what's the best way to reach people, in your opinion?
1: Hmm. That is a tough one. Uh, the best way to reach people. You know, I kind of think like, it it depends because like I, I think like the original inception of what YouTube was is like a really good way to reach people. And Reddit is kind of a similar thing. I don't know if you go on Reddit at all, but it's like you're getting you're getting anecdotal evidence and firsthand experiences of people just like sharing, like, hey, I did this thing, this is what happened. Right. It's not it's not like a, a, a thousand person randomized study. But sometimes you just want to see like, this is exactly what this guy did. And these are the results he got. It's just sharing information that way. So I think that that's a really good way to connect with people. Like earlier on, early on in uh, the channel, we would do like a bunch of challenges, 30 day challenges, different things like that. People would just follow along stuff like that's really fun. And those videos have become more and more popular, but just YouTube in general, it's like really highly um, like edited and it's like, you know, like commercial quality videos now. And I, it used to just be like sitting in front of your camera talking, which I kind of, I kind of like those type of videos. So I, I would too. just, yeah, yeah, just being more authentic.
0: Right, right, you're, you're authentic and you're just having a chat. Cause at the end of the day, really what you want to do is help when people can see that through that's why I'm so excited about being connected to the bar is the bar is one thing. And that's really special for us, for obvious reasons, you know, to inspire, to empower, to have people to live healthier lifestyles. But the, the, the ability to connect is one thing that is, is so cool. And I, I, I know that it comes off as so authentic and so fun for you. Like it's, it's terrific.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, as we kind of wrap up here, um, let's see, what else, what else did I want to ask? Uh, how uh, how many times do you go into the store? Uh, is it a once a week thing? Do you have certain topics you talk about? How do you figure out what to do there? And are you constantly in your kitchen? I know you like to cook. And and so what are your favorite you know dishes you like to, or hacks, as they say?
1: Yeah, yeah, they do say that. Um the store, yeah, we go to. I mean, Mega's like usually she goes to Sprouts because they have like all the newest stuff usually. So she'll check in there probably like once a week to see like if there's and be stuff. sure and be sure to
0: pick up your keto crystal. We've got all six flavors.
1: Yep, yeah. So Sprouts is a good one. Um, but yeah, we go to the grocery store a lot. I enjoy it. It's like fun just browsing around. I know a lot of people they hate grocery shopping, but sometimes we'll just go on like Sunday night to relax. With the kids and stuff go, go grocery shopping uh we don't spend as much time in the kitchen these days as you would think since so i'm in a studio right now we have like a little office space here so we can do some recipe videos and photos and stuff here um so we really just do cooking for us at home now so and that's usually just dinner since i'm at the office all day so uh really not in the kitchen as much as you would think but we are lately been trying like more creative recipes and for a hack um i got a i guess a bunch of hacks i do see the hacks i do i feel like most people if you're just starting maybe you're not ready for them but uh i do like i like to just do uh coffee for breakfast but i put like a bunch of stuff in it so it's basically a meal but it's just like (laughs) it's not all the work of a meal so like I'll put like egg yolks, um, ghee, coconut oil. Sometimes I'll put protein powder, different things like that. So it comes out to being like a three to 500 calorie drink, but it's just easy and it's a meal. And I can do that every day. Um, other hacks. I mean, what, what do we got? Like left? I mean, well, I guess the, the greatest hack, maybe if you don't know is the mug cake. I think I a lot of- bring that,
0: I was <laughs> gonna bring that mug cake up. You talk about yeah. the mug cake all the
1: time. I think a lot of people know about these now. They're becoming more and more popular. But uh, yeah, ketoconnect.net, we have a mug cake recipe. We have a few of them. We have mug cake, mug brownie. It's basically just something you can make after dinner. You can make them almost zero carbs, maybe like one or two grams of carbs. Delicious. Make them in less than two minutes. If you have kids, they like to mix it up and make them too. So that's a good after dinner snack hack. Great.
0: Right. We on the can do podcast, I'd like to finish with, you know, um, you know, a, a story or for me, the biggest can do moment in my life was actually losing the 60 plus pounds using the keto lifestyle. For you, Matt, what well, what's your biggest can do uh moment that you think, wow, I didn't I, I thought I could do it, but I didn't know. I think I know the answer, but I want you to tell it.
1: Yeah, I guess um, it have to be just everything with Keto Connect because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of if I'm thinking back, it's easy now looking back that like all of this has worked out so well, but in the, if I can really put myself back like five or six years, I was just like searching for a way out, like trying different things because I, I was working as a computer engineer at a just like a cubicle desk really a sad existence it paid good money but it was just like you know living for the weekends which is not really the way to live so um doing all of that and then like uh, especially early on it was mega and i had just like moved in together for the first time i would never lived with anyone before we weren't married or anything yet And it's tough to like put all your time into this like little side project when you're 24, 25 years old, you could be doing fun stuff instead, but instead you're waking up and you're like, you know, putting recipes on the internet. Like it it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense really. Um, But I had made my mind up. I had actually just read a book that was like really impactful to me. It's called mastery by George Leonard. And it touches on the idea of like, instead of constantly switching what you're doing and, and becoming and getting obsessed with one thing, then then losing interest and moving on to the next, the real dividends start getting paid when you just invest in one thing and try becoming a master at it. So that was kind of my mindset going in. And I was like, okay, this is we're gonna make this work. And then pretty early on, we had some success. I think we made like a keto bread recipe and a video and I think that video has like a couple million views now so once we had that video I was like okay maybe we have something here and uh yeah I guess that's that's the can-do moment perfect
0: and I want to ask and I know I'm getting out of order here a little bit but that's okay why do you think Keto Connect has worked versus some of the other projects didn't work
1: well I mean,
0: you've kind of answered it with the book and just saying, just sticking with it and being persistent. And the reason why I bring that up with the lifestyle of keto or any lifestyle or diet or change that you need to make, persistence wins every time almost. And the willingness to do it and to sacrifice and to stay focused is really what it's all about. Anybody can do anything with the right mindset. It's all about what we can do and what we can't. And uh, you know there there was probably a time in your life where you're you're like, hey, let's go. Let's either shit or get off the pot.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to really go back to like the place I was in because it was definitely like I don't have that in me anymore. I would have to say like it was a very it was like two years of just like intense focus and like I don't. It's maybe only something you can do when you're like you don't have kids, you're like a single, somewhat single person, you just have all this like extra time. So you can either be, you know, like drinking, hanging out, making friends, which is important to do also. Or you can be dedicating yourself to something. And that's what I did. I don't know. It's it's hard. But yeah, like, there's just like, I don't know what it is. It's something came over me at that, that time. It was the book, it was maybe just me not really liking my job I was meditating a lot which I I think I kind of want to start doing again that may have played a role like every day for like two years I meditated but uh a lot of those might have just been byproducts of my mindset at the time like I was just really determined and and disciplined and uh yeah I I don't really have a great answer for it
0: no, but again, one of the things that's so special about you and what you do is it's authentic because you're like a lot of people. They get stuck in a rut. They don't know what to do. But there there are times where that that, that light goes off in our brain and we're ready to go. And once you do yeah. you get started on something and you've seen this with Keto Connect, it takes off like a rocket rocket ship. So hats off to you and Mega. You've done an incredible job. You've touched so many people, you know, tell them how
1: to get a hold of you yeah so the best place is the website ketoconnect.net. you can pretty much get to everything else from there you know we have all the social medias and stuff uh youtube we have which we do videos a couple times a week we do like just day of eating examples like if you're wondering what to eat on a keto diet we do those videos um we do recipe videos product reviews is like a, a thing that a lot of people like we do those on the youtube channel and yeah, just ketoconnect.net. That's where you can find us.
0: And guys, I gotta tell you, their website is super easy to follow. I mean, it's very concise. They they don't use a lot of difficult words. It's a very easy read. He highlights things in yellow. He's smiling because he agrees. <laughs> it's just, it's, just, it's really, really an easy thing to follow. So I'd encourage each and every one of you guys to go out there and check out the website, Keto Connect. Matt, it's been awesome, awesome, awesome chatting with you. I wish you guys all the best. Super fan of what you do. Super fan of your authenticity. Just keep rolling. Keep having fun with it. Thank you so much for being a thought leader in the space. Um, Awesome to chat with you. Any other questions for me?
1: Uh, yeah. What's, what's the next can do product that you're coming out with?
0: Well, we're very excited about it. I don't want to spill the beans, but I'll tell (laughs) you that you'll be the first, you guys will be the first to know. And I'm super excited to share. I do have something that I read in your bio and I'm a big hip hop guy. So before we leave, I'm going to drop three names and what's the first thing that comes to mind guys. Uh, Matt is a huge music guy. He loves hip-hop, so I'm going to throw out uh, one of my favorite rappers to start, Jay-Z.
1: First thing that comes to mind, I guess I would say Hard Knock Life.
0: Okay, there you go. Next one, Notorious B.I.G.
1: I love Gimme the Loot is my favorite Notorious B.I.G. song.
0: Okay, and then the guy that's just skewing out hits every day, Drake. <laughs> what would you say about Drake today?
1: oh drake um i don't listen to drake that much but i guess okay. there's that one line he has where he's like uh oh uh wait my mom and my bed i'm so i only love my mom and my bed i'm sorry just he right. has a lot of great lines like that
0: right he, he just spews out hits left and right it's incredible yeah, uh, yeah. but any, anyway it's cool to kind of add that to the end of our show Again, Matt, thank you so much for the time. I hope you had as much fun as I did, or half the fun that I did. And I know that we'll be in uh, contact again. And and one of the things I, I don't know if I told you this—we're recording. If they could probably edit it out. We both grew up in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. cool there. You ever get? Do you ever get back to to uh, Detroit?
1: Yeah, I'm going for Thanksgiving this year. My family all still lives there, so yeah.
0: Nice. Do you make it there? Uh, I hope you don't go to a Lions game.
1: Probably not a Lions game. Hopefully a U of M game, though, this year.
0: Yes. Will you be at that, the Ohio State game? Yeah. It, wait, no, no it's, at, it's, it's in Ohio State, right?
1: No, it's at the Big House this year.
0: Oh, so that'll be perfect. Even yeah. more of a chance for you to go. Yep. All right, man. Will you enjoy it. It's great chatting with you. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, oh, thanks one so much.
0: Thing, oh. One thing I did want to ask is you can either you can email do you have a quote that you live by we can add
1: i do mega sent it to you last night i think it is 90 percent of life is showing up
0: right she did say something about 90 percent. i gotta read through that again <laughs> i saw that yeah. this morning when i first woke up and you're right about that yeah. all right well thank you for showing up today i really appreciate it get yeah, back thank- to those ki- kids and have some fun man
1: Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. You
0: you got it, buddy. Take care. Thanks so much for
1: everything. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Thanks.